Hi all, welcome to another episode of Could You Survive, the official survival fitness plan podcast with me, Sam Fury. And uh, today the topic is going to be, could you survive traveling? Now, uh, but before we get to that, let's have a quick chat about my day. I think I'm going to do that every day because it's something to say unless I haven't done anything during the day, which is pretty normal. A lot of the times I just work. And uh, But today... Uh, if you listened to yesterday's podcast, uh, you, you would have known that I didn't get my ice cream and empanadas that I thought I was going to get, but today I did, and uh, I, it was underwhelming, <laughs> to say the least, but well, it was okay. I had to walk about half an hour to get to the place for starters, which is fine. I like to walk every day. I go for a bit of a walk anyway, so that's cool, and then uh, uh, the empanadas, they were just okay. Sure, they were fine. It was like different flavors that you don't usually get on the street. Like I think I had a Tropicana or something like a Hawaiiana, you call it, Hawaiian. Hawaiian. So it was pretty much a Hawaiian pizza inside an empanada. And uh, and I also had a Mexicana, which was uh, pretty good. It was kind of like a burrito, but inside an empanada. Just like crushed beans and a bit of meat, I guess. And uh, my friend had just a cheese one. She said that was pretty good. It was just cheese. And she had another one. I can't remember what it was, but she wasn't very impressed with it. Anyway, and then the ice cream. It was like uh, ice cream and fruit, but it was the specialty there was mango, and they had heaps of stuff about mango in the option. And for some reason, I didn't choose that. I chose something different. I should have chose a mango one because my friend had a mango one, and it looked awesome, and I actually had a taste of it, and the ice cream was better, and there was lots of mangoes in it. The one that I had was just, uh, it was still good because it's ice cream. I love ice cream. It was still good, but uh, nah. Yeah, as a lesson for you, if the place has a specialty of something, get get what they have the specialty of because it's not a specialty for nothing. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that was my day. Oh, and then on the way home, we wanted to catch a bus, but uh, they had the paro. The paro is like the, at the moment, Colombia is going through like a lot of strikes and stuff because the government, they uh, want to get equal rights or I don't pay too much attention to it because I don't watch the news very often, but uh yeah, maybe once or twice a week, they have like a, not really a strike or a, they just have like a march. Because I'm living in a, a small town. It's not like Cali. In Cali, there's some stuff happening. It's bigger. In Bogota, there's some stuff happening. It's bigger. But here, I think it's like once or twice a week, they just have like a, not a parade, but like, it, and it stops traffic a bit. So all the buses stop. Ah, it was, we just stood in the rain for a little while and then caught a taxi. And taxis are really cheap here, so it's okay. Uh, and that was about it. That was my day. And then as usual, I had a, my siesta and then I just uh, got back on it. So anyway, let's get on to today's topic, which is about travel. Could you survive travel? Now, I know what you're thinking. You can't survive travel. Maybe some of you uh, travel a lot. I, I used to travel a lot. These days, I like to stay in one spot a bit longer, but I used to travel a lot. And I still go to a lot of uh, countries where... Uh, Westerners are not prevalent so much, but luckily for me, I, uh, I kind of blend in quite well, but a lot of people don't. So anyway, we're going to go over uh, some ways to keep safe when traveling to a foreign country, no matter what that country is. I, I still feel it's like I'm going to America soon, the United States, and it's, uh, I fit in as an American easy. Even my accent is American, as you can probably hear, it's because uh, I don't spend much time in Australia. And uh, speaking with an Australian accent, unless the person is from Australia or England or New Zealand, they can't understand what I'm saying. So that's why my accent has changed. 
But if I go to Australia or I am around Australians, it changes back pretty fast and pretty thick. So anyway, that's beside the point. So the first thing you want to do is before you go there is gather as much knowledge as you can. And that's pretty much a general rule for keeping safe in anything. You want to gather knowledge, right? So gather knowledge about your destination, how to get around, like how you're going to get from the airport to your hotel, right? I, this is something I always do beforehand, like two days beforehand. I'll, I'll look up what's the best way to do it. Should I catch an Uber? Is there a shuttle bus? Not only because I want to find cheaper ways, but I also want to find safer ways. A lot of the times, like the shuttle bus is is safer than a taxi because you go to some countries and the taxis are just going to take you for a, a ride. I know they're supposed to take you for a ride, but I mean like a ride to where you don't want to go, right? And I, of course, it depends on which country. Even uh, I had a friend, well, an acquaintance, I can't even remember who it is now, but it was one time when I used to work in a summer camp in America and his first time he landed in New York, right? Got a normal cab and uh, put his stuff in the back. And then when he got out, the cab just took off and stole all his stuff, right? And that was in the United States, which uh, back then, in about eight years ago, uh, yeah, so so there you go. And uh, and if that happens there, it can happen, uh, imagine getting in a tuk-tuk in Thailand. I've heard heaps of stories where people get in tuk-tuks in Thailand to go, oh, I want to go to my hotel. And they get taken down a dark alleyway, and then all their stuff gets taken, right? So, uh, so yeah, that's why I... I if there's a shuttle bus and it's not too late, it's a good idea. And if you can, if like uh, money's not not really an issue for it, it's always good to try to get the plane to land in your new destination during the day, preferably like earlier in the day. So uh, yeah, that's good. Okay, so you're gonna do your your uh, gather your information about the flight. Also about customs. Okay, uh, common scams. Like certain countries have different scams that are quite common. Uh, I know one time when I was in uh, Croatia, I think it was Croatia, anyway, uh, the guy would come up and uh, he would want to change your money, right? And then he had some fast counting skills and like he would say, blah, 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 blah. And then, but it was, he was miscounting on purpose. Luckily, I, I caught wind of it, but uh, I could see how it would work <laughs> quite easily <laughs> to a lot of people. But I, uh, yeah, I was, because I, it's happened to me before, so I'm, uh, I'm aware of it now. So just be aware of the scams. And uh, also, just like anywhere, stay away from the dangerous areas. A lot of people, I go places and they're like, oh, isn't that dangerous? I'm like, well, no. If you stay away from the areas that are dangerous, it's not dangerous. It's like I'm my hometown is Perth. And I'm like, well, if you go into Northbridge, which is like the uh, clubbing area or whatever, at 3 o'clock in the morning down a dark alleyway, that's probably more dangerous than uh, a lot of the places I go, right? If you go into a mall, no matter where you are in the world, most malls are pretty safe, right? Uh, it's not 100% true, but uh, in general, it is. But if you go into uh, the bad neighborhood, of course, no matter what time of day it is, it's going to be bad, right? So uh, just stay away from the known dangerous areas. And uh, yeah, okay, so let's gather your knowledge. And of course, there's lots of other things, but I don't want to talk for too long about it. Uh, the next thing, I my, probably my biggest best tip for traveling in general is to pack light, right? Uh, just a lot. I see a lot of people have like a big thirty kilogram suitcase, sometimes two, right? I had this one guy I knew, and uh, he he likes to pack books. I'm like, wow, man, that's crazy. But a lot of people do it. So, uh, well, these days you got a Kindle, put it all on your <laughs> e-reader, right? 
and uh, take that with you. You can pack a, like a million books on that. Well, I don't know how many exactly, probably like 10,000 at least, right? And uh, yeah, so pack light so you can, uh, not only is it a much easier and makes traveling much more enjoyable, right? You only need like two sets of clothing of everything and you can just wash it. Or if you run out of stuff, you just buy it. Most countries are cheaper, uh, well, depending on where you're from, right? But uh, it's easier. And then you're less of a target as well. All right, you, it's, it's easier for you to get away if you have to, you're less of a target. And if for some reason all your stuff gets stolen, well, at least it's not a lot of stuff, right? So pack light, keep your valuables on you, right? Uh, the next thing is to blend in to avoid being a target, okay? Have a look at the locals, dress how they dress, act how they act. Now, if you're a big white guy in like Asia, of course you're going to stick out, right? I'm pretty lucky. I can get away. I'm a uh, half Colombian, half Chinese Malay, right? And I was born in Australia. I mean, being born in Australia doesn't mean anything really about my appearance. But I can get away in South America, in most of Asia, and uh, places like England and Australia and uh, America are so multicultural anyway, it doesn't really matter. But uh, those other places, I can fit in. I pass, if I don't open my mouth, I pass as a Colombian, I pass as a Mexican, just barely, right? The only really places I've had troubles in the Middle East and India, people know straight away that uh, this guy's a foreigner, right? So, uh, but even so, if you dress uh, how they dress, they might just think, oh, okay, maybe just they have one parent that's white or something. That That's quite common, especially in the Philippines, right? They have one white parent. And uh, yeah, dress how they dress, eat how they eat, and uh, just respect uh, what they do. And uh, keep your mouth shut, because uh, as soon as you open your mouth, uh, all bets are off, right? People know that you're not from there when you open your mouth. Even if you're from the same country, but a different area, right? <laughs> like if I go to, uh, uh, if I'm in Melbourne and I've got my normal Australian accent, they can tell that I'm not from Melbourne, right? Uh, and that's, that's uh, accents in Australia are pretty similar. But if you go to say, uh, oh, take the United States, for example, Southerners talk much different than Northerners, right? So, and in say England, right? Northerners talk way, I can't understand Northerners, right? But Southerners are quite clear. So there you go. Uh, so if in doubt, keep your mouth shut. Okay, the next thing, uh, don't display your valuables. And this is good general advice, even in your home country, right? When you walk around, don't, I don't, I don't wear flashy stuff, right? I don't have any jewelry on. I don't carry a lot of cash and I never pull out a lot of cash, right? If I go to the bank, I always like make sure I don't display how much cash I'm getting out or I just walk out with a with a small bill, so people think, ah, they only just got a small bill, right? Don't flash your stuff around. Uh, I always keep like my very my passport and like uh, maybe fifty or a hundred dollars American value of hundred American dollars in like a secret pocket, right? And uh, and the rest of it, yeah, I don't wear a watch. I keep my phone in my pocket, all that sort of stuff. So don't display your valuables because you don't want to be an easy target. In Colombia, they have a saying, no das la papaya. It just means don't, it literally means don't give a papaya, a pawpaw fruit, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't know why they use that, but uh, it just means don't don't display your stuff because you'll become a target. And that's good for all, for everywhere. Okay, the next one, uh, travel warnings. So I use a website, an Australian website. It's, uh, you can go to www.subscription.smarttraveler.gov.au forward slash subscribe. 
right? And you go there and you put in what country you're going to, and then they'll send you alerts about if anything dangerous is happening, right? Sometimes it's a day or two after the event. Well, it takes some time to filter the news, right? But uh, it's a good place. Also, uh, I'm sure your country has their own version, maybe, hopefully. If they don't, you can use the Australian one. And then uh, you can also sign up to like your embassy, your country's embassy page in the country on Facebook or in their group or whatever it is in the country that you're going to, right? For example, here in Colombia, I, uh, I'm signed up to the uh, Colombian, no, the Australian embassy in Colombia Facebook page, right? And uh, if there's something really bad going on, they'll probably blast it. And uh, another good thing is if you join like an expat group in the city that you're in, uh, it's a good idea because a lot of them just all they do all day is scour for information. I'm also part of one of them in the in the city I'm in, and all the news I get about like the paro uh, and other things is in the city. Also, like, oh, that is a march here. Oh, this even things like oh, this petrol station has no petrol or whatever. It's a uh, it's good. So yeah, so make sure you get heat of travel warnings. Okay, if you're only going to be in the place for a little while and you want to make some friends, do so. But be cautious of who you make friends with. If you're making friends with locals, it's a good idea because they can uh, they can tell you all the bad spots. They can get you the good deals, right? They can help you bargain depending on what country you're in. If that's one of bartering, like bartering is a thing, they can tell you all the good places. Okay, but. Uh, be careful because a lot of people, uh, as has happened to me a lot, they just pretend to be your friend, right? And then eventually they'll try to scam you or they just want uh, money off you or they want to just talk to you and then, oh, uh, come to my shop and buy all this stuff, right? Or if it's worse, they'll uh, like uh, tell people when you're out of your hotel or you're out of your Airbnb, whatever, and then they'll try to rub you, okay? So just be, be careful with that. Usually if it's like the hotel staff or if there's a bar you go to regularly or a restaurant you go to regularly, probably a bar is not a good idea, but the restaurant you go to regularly and you're friendly with the waiter or the waitress or the owner or whatever, uh, it's a good idea, right? But other than that, yeah. So make friends, but be cautious. The next one is uh, learning the local language. Now, I'm not, if, if you're going to go there for a short holiday, like two weeks or something, I wouldn't go about trying to learn the whole language. Hey, you can if you want. It's a uh, learning languages is cool. It's very good for the mind. I love to do it. I'm not very good at it, but I like to try. But even just knowing the basics like hello, goodbye, thank you, please, few numbers, right? How much is that? Oh, it's too expensive or whatever. They'll know that you're not fluent, right? Or they'll know that you're just, uh, but they like it that you're trying, right? So smile, talk a bit. And uh, yeah, you'll be, you'll be surprised how far that gets you, okay? Because they're like, oh, this guy, he's trying. He's uh, accepting, or she is accepting the culture, right? So that's that's something cool. And uh, while we're talking about speaking, even if it's in English, uh, just like the general rule at parties, I guess, stay away from three killer, uh, three killer conversations, right? Avoid religion, politics, and money, especially when you're in a country and you're not aware of the cultural differences. Because some people, even if you're in your own country, I've uh, especially lately these days. People are pretty touchy, especially about religion and politics, right? Money, eh. but religion and politics, definitely, okay? I would stay away from them. And if they bring it up, just uh, be respectful. Just go, okay, I don't really have an opinion on that, right? Uh, especially in places like where, for example, I used to live in China, and people would ask me about like politics and religion. I'd be like, listen, I'm not talking about that in this country. 
Okay. And, uh, but I wouldn't say it like that. Obviously I go like, ah, you know, I don't really follow politics or I'm not really religious or whatever. Okay. So, uh, but when they want, if they want to talk about there, you can be like, oh yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Your opinion. That's cool. Whatever. Okay. So just be respectful, but uh, don't like force your strong opinions if you have them. Okay. Uh, another one is to stay away from the foreign hangouts. Uh, depending on your country, of course, the country that you're in, if it's known for, uh, like, there might be attacks, right? Uh, you want to stay away from the foreign hangouts. Like, there's usually restaurants and bars that foreigners always love to go to. Like, for instance, here, there's one bar that the foreigners always go to. I've been there once, but I never, I, I've never been there again, right? I don't think there will ever be an attack there, but if there was going to be an attack on foreigners, that would be the place that I would take out, right? <laughs> so I'll stay away from there. And uh, also, local options are usually better anyway, right? You go to a, a, a foreign restaurant where they try to serve Western food, but they're not countries that don't usually serve Western food, unless the owner and the chef is Western, they're not very good at it, right? Uh, so go to a local restaurant and eat the local food. It's much better. And it's usually cheaper also because it's local. Right? They use local ingredients. And uh, they just, uh, in places that target Westerners, the the price is like double, and but the quality is not double. In fact, the quality is often worse. So uh, yeah, so do local options. Uh, in that in that respect as well, tourist tourist attractions just don't go to the most popular one. Usually, there's another one that's almost the same, but it's just not so highly publicized, right? For example, you can go to uh, I had one in mind, but anyway, let's say there's a famous waterfall, right? And uh, Oh, okay, yeah. Machu Picchu, right? There's a Machu Picchu trail, the Inca Trail. Very famous, very hard to get onto, very expensive. But there's another trail that pretty much just mimics it, and you can actually do more stuff. You can go bike riding, you can do water rafting on it. It's way cheaper. You don't have to pay the uh, the guide fee. I mean, sorry, not the guide fee. It's the, the government fee because it's not actually the Inca Trail, right? And uh, it's better. So there you go. Uh, the only thing you don't get to do is say, oh, I went on the Inca Trail. And I went on the other trail that's close to the Inca Trail, right? <laughs> that's the only thing. Uh, okay, I think that's just about it. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. If there is a terrorist attack or any attack, uh, a, a lot of people's instincts will be to go to the embassy. Just uh, don't do that. Just wait a few days because it might be, I know that this is a pattern. I just read this somewhere. I don't know don't put that much weight into it but uh if there's a, an attack you got to stay away from the embassy for a few days because they might be waiting for all the foreigners to go to the embassy and then try to blow up the embassy right so i can see the logic in that but uh yeah so i would probably wait anyway okay so that's it for today i hope you enjoyed it and i'll see you tomorrow adios